0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hey Baltimore! Our own Dwayne Hurt is America's busiest Black filmmaker, and his newest movie can be seen for free. That's right! You can catch The Weekend for free on 2BTV right now. Just go to 2BTV.com and type in The Weekend and start watching this gritty tale of revenge for free. The Weekend was filmed entirely in Baltimore and is a realistic tale of drugs, money, and power on our mean streets. Watch The Weekend on 2 TV for free now. Just go to 2BTV.com and type in The Weekend and start watching now. Uh, motherfucking snowman, ice cream man. Oh, it's about to be a cold motherfucking summer, nigga. You ready? Yeah. Scout, push start. Low no key, low no
2: Fuck it, it up. Then I leave. Right then, hit Fuck it up. Got a plane yeah. with a fly to Japan. Uh-huh. In the club
0: with my niggas drinking sugar It's
2: liquor Pour a little out for my niggas, ain't with us Pull up in them cars and them toys go with us yeah. Pull up in them cars and them girls go with us yeah. Ball till we ball, tell us fast, yeah. free my niggas
3: Man what I look like fucking with you huh? go yeah, 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 you know what it is. We live from Harlem on this Friday night. It's your man, DJ Big Stu. We in the building. Shout out everybody on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and all the platforms we in. Shout out to everybody that's checking out our movies, man. A lot of people been hitting me up, man. It's that good looking for checking out Uncelebrated Pioneer, the history of Harlem Hip Hop on Amazon Prime. Make sure we got, like I said, make sure y'all be on the lookout for part two, B-Boys. Make some noise. The history on how breakdancing started, the true history on that. All right, We got a lot of other things in the works, but as promised, man, we got somebody in the building my boy got the hot joint right now that joint is bumping up in the streets my man jc in the building welcome to the show family yeah yeah man appreciate you having me bro what's good ah man you here man we good man everything is good bro (laughs) that joint is bumping right now kid man thank you man i appreciate it let the people know where you calling from
4: well i'm from uh where i'm actually born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. But I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Been here since two
3: thousand seven. Right. Oh so, wow! Yeah, this this home now. Who some of the people like that influenced you to do your thing to get into this game?
4: Man, just getting into the game honestly uh, started just from singing at church all the time, um, which I still do even even now. But just being around, uh, you know, choirs and choruses and little small groups. I never really intended to get into it like this. I was really more interested with behind the scenes, but you know, one thing led to another a couple of talent shows, stuff like that.
3: And I ended up doing the artist vibe. You know, speaking of, you know, you know, behind the scenes, you actually award-winning songwriter, man. Tell us a little bit about that, bro.
4: Yeah. So, um, I've written for several artists, um, mainly R&B artists, uh, but I pride myself now in really working with a lot of independent artists, just so many artists, you know, and every year you hear of a new artist and they're like the hot new thing, so I like working with them before, you know, instead of kind of jumping on the bandwagon, kind of like if I meet someone they're talented and we work something out, like I, I like working with people prior to them, quote unquote, blowing up or whatever, so... That's something I've done real consistently over the last four or five years. You know, and, I mean, dope. that extends to everywhere. in, Like, I got artists in India, Switzerland, Germany, Japan, Canada. You know, it's it's like a definitely a global grind.
3: That's dope because, you know, a lot of cats, man, that be on your level and doing things like you be doing, you know, they don't. They don't. They don't reach out to like the up and coming dudes. They only want to fuck with the people for the bag. So you kind of doing a little twist, man. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I okay. wanna ask you like, you know, doing 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 this thing the way you're doing it, like, how what what do you feel is is challenging for independent artists, especially like for independent artists to make it, to actually make it and be successful like you?
4: Man, that's a great question, man. It, it, you know what I learned? So, first of all, let me tell you, I moved to Atlanta from being signed to a record. That I was signed to Bad Boy South. So, you know, with me being from Nashville, that was new, like uh, Buckhead signed with G-Unit. But prior to that, you know, we didn't grow up. We didn't have no outcast, TLC, Babyface. You know, if you're from Atlanta, there's a rich history of artists that came before you. You know, we didn't really have that in Nashville outside of this country artist. So I, I didn't know artists artist that had done what I did. So I didn't have nobody to call, ask questions, or really even having an attorney. Like, I really didn't know what I was getting into. So I just signed a deal, ended up here, signed two deals, really back to back. One was so, so deaf, and then I ended up with Bad Boy. But since I've been independent and started releasing music again, like, the biggest thing is really the money thing. Like really, and I'm not talking about having the money to make songs. I'm talking about to promote it on the level where it actually brings you back a return on your investment. And, you know, that's one of the roughest hardest, that's one of the roughest conversations to have with independent artists that I'm working with. You know,
3: mm.
4: it's expensive, you know, yeah. to do it a certain type of way.
3: Yeah, that's And real, there's man. no way around it. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Trust me. I know I'll be, I be doing the same thing. I'm not as fortunate to be as you know as as as, as successful as you, but I know the grind of it is when you are working and trying to build the an artist and trying to bring them out and brand them. You know, a lot of artists think it's the studio and they think that's it. Just I go to the studio, I make a song. They don't know what else comes behind once the song is done and trying to get them out there and brand it. You know, so I know what you're saying. Now, um yeah, okay. Now, you work, you being really modest, though, because you worked with a lot of people, man. Let the people know some of the people you work with. You being <laughs> a little humble right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's the only way to be, man. Um, I mean, I've worked, obviously been trying to babble. i worked with Diddy, and uh, I've worked with Future, Chris Brown. I used to work out of Usher's basement, um, like in one of his houses in Atlanta, in Alpharetta. So I worked with him, and... Uh, I think I met Jaquez when uh, Jaquez was messing around with my label when I was leaving. He didn't end up signing, but I was writing with Jaquez, and he was like maybe 15, mm.
2: um,
4: and nobody even knew who he was. But see, that's that's what I'm saying. I like that because here we come full circle the single I released prior to this, featuring Jaquez, and everybody's like, you know. Although Jacquees ain't the biggest artist on the planet, you know, they, he's hard, it's hard to get a feature from him because he's still tied to Baby. And so everybody's mm. like, well, how did you get that done? And, you know, it came back full circle. man. I remember, man, you used to work with me, you know, when, when he, like, he was the only R&B dude up at, up at blocking N.T., man, and Bad Boy, and I used to admire that. I thought it was dope, you know, because I could still be a little rough around the edge and have a little... Swag and still be an R&B but I never knew, you know, that I influenced them that way. So then, boom, we ended up with a song together.
3: Like yeah, that joint no That, that. that joint no yeah, filter is Yeah, right.
4: that's from 10, 12 years ago.
3: Mm. Now, crazy, what was the inspiration man. behind that song? Like, what was the whole inspiration when y'all wrote and put that joint together? I'm going to be
4: honest, man. Like, see, I'm a vibe writer, so I write on the mic. So when I have ideas, every song that I'm releasing as an artist is just something I wrote for another artist. So I never intended on that being my song. Like, it was honestly just something I was doing. Um, most of my stuff I do at the crib. Um, like, most mm. of my releases is just stuff I recorded at the house. But this record, I was at a studio. Homeboy was cutting me. He was like, man, we got like about a little less than an hour left if you want do you want to start another idea and come back to it and that was no filter. It just was a vibe. I was on Instagram, and it just turned into like a whole song. so then when I got w- with Queen, he well, he actually wrote his verse, but I was there when he wrote it, so he was just bouncing lines off of me, and he doesn't write like that he doesn't write often, so you know he was
3: he was hyped. You know, because he, he killed it, you know? So I was like, right. this is dope. So we're going to get into that joint, man. We got my man in the building, JC, in the building. We're going to get into that no filters joint featuring Jaques in the building. This joint is hot. Y'all know I only play the hot joints. This beef through radio, y'all. You know we live from Harlem. Let's get into it.
1: Yes, it
0: I do yourself stay, yeah, yeah, ooh, so don't even trip, girl. you looking like the entree and the two, on the side with the love in my new blue, come and take a trip, I like you without the filter, yeah. cause I like the real, ya yeah. I like you without the filter, we
3: That's JC in the building Featuring Jacque in the building That's no filters Once again, that's another hot joint Now, like a lot of artists, man When they get to be around all the stars that you be around They be nervous and shit like that Sometimes it be hard for them to (laughs) to show them true selves Like, and you was kind of young when you got in the game, right? So, like, how did you Like, how did you accept that challenge?
4: Man, just from when I finally started having conversations with a lot of those artists and just realizing, you know, most of them, you know, cool. If they respect your talent, like it doesn't even matter how relevant you are. Like you ain't gotta be as big as them. If they respect your talent, But most of the time, man, it's just, they actually are more receptive to you acting like you're not scared. You know what I'm saying? And just treating them like you would anybody else. So, that's that's been my vibe, man. My
3: approach with anybody I meet, I just treat them like anybody else. Your music videos, man, and the style is kind of ill. You know how how you come up with them concepts that you're coming up with,
4: man. balling on a budget, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, like mm-hmm. literally just uh no nah, because you know some of the, I always tell people when they're like, oh man, that video is dope. You know, of course I appreciate it, but I'm thinking more. Like, man, I want stuff on the level of Maroon 5, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm trying to get to that level, so I got a long way to go. But when you only got, you know, a small budget for certain projects, you got to really think outside the box from the location all the way to, like, okay, what can we do that doesn't really cost anything, but it, it'll come across super dope on camera, you know? So I, I try to do that. I've I've been intentional about
3: that in my last few videos in, in particular. No doubt. Now, you know, in your in, in your career, now I know you probably had a lot of influence on, on the stuff that you do now. But when you was with Bad Boy and you was with um, So So Deaf, did you have any inf- influence, like, on your projects that you was doing, work that you was doing? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I always did
4: it's a gift and a curse because whenever I did have situations, I always made sure I had creative control. That's the one thing I did have in any, you know, situation I had, whether it was a record deal or a production deal, some kind of smart, like I've always been, like I was blessed to be brought into the industry by a, a engineer who also produced. So I was spoiled, man. He would record me, mm. mix the stuff, master, make the beats, everything. So, I knew how to create, you know, in-house from the beginning. So, you know, I didn't want to let a label tell me, okay, you're going to work with this person, this person, this person, just because we say so. So, I really <laughs> never had
3: that issue. All honest. right. Yeah. That's what, Now, you know, there's cats out there that's listening right now, they're like, yo, I want to take his journey, man. I want to take his trip. Like, what was your journey and what was your trip to where you at right now?
4: Well I said mine was a
3: little
4: backwards. Me? Yeah, mine was a little backwards so I would get them advice from what I've learned. Like my grind was more okay, being from Nashville, like I said, like you think, okay, if I get a record deal, especially if it's with somebody I know, okay, I'm trying to Diddy, I'm trying to tip, I'm trying to rig rock, whoever, if I could associate my name with somebody bigger than what we was used to in our city, like, I, we just thought that was the that was it. And then you move to Atlanta, and you were like, hold on, there's 10 other artists signed to the label, but hold on, we in network with 10 other labels. They all got 10 artists. Hold on, that's 100 artists now. You know, like, and this is real. This is not exaggerating. Like, I started to learn being in a city like Atlanta, how many artists that really worked. You know, especially when I started writing for artists, and I'd be writing for six, seven artists that signed to a major label that you ain't never heard of. And I'm, I'm working with them, you know. So I um, I chased the deal first and then became independent once I found out what the deal was like. And um, that's backwards. I think you should <clears throat> definitely start off completely independent, do as much as you can do on your own for as long as you can do it, just keep building. And then you try to partner with a label, not sign a record deal, but going to network with a with a label where they're having to partner with you because of what you've been able to do on your own. Because you gotta go and you gotta work with them. Right? Like there's yeah. there's only so far you can get until you have to get in network with these labels because they control the industry. So there's certain playlists you won't be on. There's certain radios that you know you already know how that goes, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, and so yeah. it's just certain, it's like a glass ceiling. You can only get so far before they're going to make you go into network with them. So you're either going to be signed on a slave deal or y'all going to be in partnership.
3: With that or being the, said, like if you, if you had the power to change something in the industry right now, what would that be?
4: Man, it would be to let the music like stand for the music, you know, like back in the day, like the Motown days, Yeah, you had to, it it was the totality. You had to have great songs. You had to have great production. Like, your band had to be on point, but you as an artist had to be talented as well. And, like, now it's less talent and more of a pay-to-play. You know, like,
0: Mm -hmm. anybody,
4: like, I I tell like, I know as a songwriter, like, I'm being honest, I can make a song for anybody. If you tell me if your uncle want to make a song or whatever, because we can go, the Daft Punk, route or something like we're it's mostly all a beat and then we digitize your voice and we just sample your voice we can go make a house song you know or Mm -hmm. some dance beat or whatever but we can make a song and you know it's like because the industry is like that now it doesn't really require a lot of talent you know so it's like whatever is catchy is just accepted a lot of times
3: Now, to work with artists, man, you know, it'd be a lot of ego shit going on, and um, you work with a lot of dope. You don't got to tell me no names of who, but (laughs) have you ever had a challenging, even though everybody out there would like, would love for you to say who, but we ain't got to go there. But but if you ever had a challenging project, and, you know, how you made it, you could tell us how you made it through the project, though, if you did have a challenge. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you, to me, who I
4: feel is the most challenging was two things that make it challenging. A lot of artists are drug addicts. So Mm. I'm just putting it out there. You know, that's as blunt as I can make it. A lot of them are addicts. So you're having to try to create around the addiction, you know, are they not, are they not high at all? Are they not high enough? Are they too high? Are they so like, you know, and you're dealing with a different person in every session. And they may not even remember the day before. Like, and this is not just the artists that people assume on drugs. A lot of these are the clean-cut artists, you know. Mm. Uh, it's just whatever their drug or drug. Tr- like, we didn't know Michael Jackson was doing what he was doing until he died. He was getting mm. his intravenously. You know what I'm saying? So, But they all are on it. And um, that's hard to work with. I ain't going to lie. Because you're dealing with mood swings. You're dealing, the person you was talking to two hours ago is different now
2: yeah They're in a yeah. different
4: space because now i done kicked in or you know it's just it makes it really hard to work with certain artists for a long
3: period of time when the drugs aren't involved i ain't gonna lie that's real that's real so on that note we got a joint called way too much what was the inspiration behind that
4: oh uh, this uh so the last you know a few of the last couple records like no filter that was a hashtag, you know, I just did for me. That's, I like taking little catchphrases and just building songs. Like that. That's not all I do, but a lot of my singles have been there, obviously, because they've just been catchy. So, you know, hearing girls, I always like, man, you doing way too And I like to flip it, you know, mm. uh, flip the meaning of it. So I didn't use it the way girls or who whoever, when they say, you doing way too much, I was just saying, you know, the song really talking about relationship. And the girl yeah. ain't been, you know, claiming that we in a relationship, like you doing way too much, trying to, you know, dodge the fact that we actually in a relationship. That's really what the song's about. And then I got Eric Bellinger on it who is somebody I look up to as a writer.
3: So that no was doubt. No doubt. We're gonna get into that joint. This is J C featuring Eric Bellinger way too much. Beach too radio, only the hot joints, like I said. Let's get it.
4: Yeah.
0: Boy, Z. Ooh, I got a thing for you But I'm like, what I get myself into? You switch up when you around your crew I'm talking fresh pair of days, brand new Bet you couldn't walk them out of my shoes If you only knew what I've been through That's why I don't do relationships Running out of patience with you, yeah If you be acting like you don't know me Then blow my phone up with emojis I need more than smiley faces Yeah, I need you to claim me you be going way, way. used to make you feel but it's crazy still the navy
4: still ain't close to being this wavy sure. i'm some meals i be doing deals so big i can pick my lady my word is good and my wood is good but these thoughts out here don't phase me Go. 80s baby no fool you who be acting brazy girl
0: You'll be uh, like you don't know me Whoa. then blow my phone up with, with emojis. emojis i don't need more than smiling face girl uh, yeah i, I need, need you to claim me you be doing Way, 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 way too long
3: Nice song, a very catchy song, fam. is very thank you, very bro. catchy, no doubt, no thank doubt. You. That joint, I play that in my ride. You know, you know, you know. I play the radio, but some shits I can play in my ride. You know, that's what you know it's hey. fine. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Now you know the Corona's been killing, as you know, like New York, where you at? The corona's been killing too. How was it? How was you able to, you know? stay focused and manage through all the things through the corona?
4: To be honest, man, I think what saved me was having a home set up um, because I think I recorded more in the last year than I have, and, and I record frequently, you know, but it was like an everyday thing. I know when it first started, I made a little goal to record a song a day. I think it was something like that, or it may have been five songs a week, and it was I did it, and then, you know, but we all kind of thought it was, oh, this is going to be a few months. I didn't know it was going to turn into, you know, a year, o- over a year. So then as it went on, I just kept the same little method going. So it's allowed me to stay super creative, man. I'm just sitting on mounds of songs like hooks songs beats i just everything that i was able to do creatively um so now the frustrating part is getting it out, out there you know in a timely fashion
3: no doubt no doubt no doubt so um you know if you know with all the people you worked with before if you had the power to make the super album and you could put anybody on there with you dead or alive Producers, singers, rappers. Oh, what would man. be your dream team album?
4: Oh, man, that's rough. Cause
3: I got so yeah. many
4: people I like. If I had to pick, like, if I had to go with one person, it's got to be, you know, in in his heyday, it got to be Quincy Jones. Because now I'm a mm-hmm. babyface. I always tell people like I'm patterning my career after babyface, where I'm more so a writer first. But, you know, I thought it was dope. He was in a group. He could, he dropped albums. He did join out and all that stuff still was successful. Like he had multi-platinum projects, but that wasn't his priority. His priority is really his behind the scenes stuff. Then he started a label, put OutKast out, TLC out, Pink out. I mean, Mm -hmm. these weren't Donnell Jones. These ain't average acts. You know, Tony Braxton. Mm -hmm. Like the face was a powerhouse. So that's, you know, more of like. The person is I like kind of was able to watch and, and see that I would want to pattern myself after but if I could really pick I gotta go with Quincy Jones because he's the only person that I've seen create a sound with every genre of music meshed into one and you can't even do it without saying it sound like Michael Jackson no doubt like he no created doubt. a sound that didn't exist and that wasn't look like dudes are
0: Like he's, you know, he mm-hmm. he's a real
4: yeah. deal, bro. Like, like he really know music. He really write music all the way down to the cadence of the drums, and yeah. and just he understands something. So, yeah, if I, I I would have to go with him. I had to be in the room with him because he might
3: create something we don't even know exists right now. Yeah, yeah, because you know Quincy Jones, man. You know he got a long resume, and we could just go. We ain't gotta go back. We could just go back to Secret Garden. With everybody he had on that one song so i understand what you're yeah. saying you know what i'm saying um yeah
4: because people so, forget like he worked with people like frank sinatra and dean martin too so yeah. this is somebody that yeah you know like he yeah. was best friends with frank sinatra yeah so yeah you know you did a lot of people don't know he, many, movies. many soundtracks yeah, so many well, movies you can make that them. kind of music you yeah. know and then come and do what he did with Michael Jackson and still work with R&B artists. Like, to me, yeah, dude's like, he next level, man. That's a whole nother level. So, yeah, you I had to go in. Kevin
3: Campbell. Yeah, he, did,
4: he Yep, he
3: yep. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah you're right. you right. Know. Didn't have a show. He had Fresh Prince.
3: Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, you right, bro. It's crazy. Now, now, you know um a lot of artists, man, and, and, and people in the industry, they do other things. Like, when you ain't doing music, like, you know, are you into, like, acting? Are you designing clothes? what You know, tell the people what you do when you ain't, like, you know, doing the music thing. Man, really just,
4: uh, I like, um I'm a movie guy. I like watching movies. But um I like hooping. Like, um, we just started doing that again, like, maybe a month ago. And me and a couple of industry guys down here in Atlanta. And I thought it was gonna be real industry and you know, real all Hollywood and extra, but it's turned out to be one of the it's just super fun, man. So mm. we've been getting together every Saturday morning. We do for like three hours straight. And it's right. it's intense. Yeah, but I love hooping and then when I ain't making music just I'm chill, man. I'm like a movie guy. Just hop on oh, Netflix yeah. or something.
3: All right. <laughs> No yeah, doubt.
4: nothing, I don't have nothing, nothing, nothing like super special, like, yeah, in my spare time, I do sculptures or so,
2: nah, nah. <laughs> man, I ain't got I nothing like that, that for you. All
3: right. <laughs> I paint murals, well, it, you know. Yeah. Well, is there anything, man, we ain't touch up to the people, man, before we get into the single? Um, is there anything that we ain't touch up on that you want the world to know?
4: No, nah, man. Um, nah not other than you know just go support my music if, if you know if you can't remember each specific place my website is your boy j c dot com like y a i t s y a b o y j c dot com i got everything there, and i'm just you know i was trying to start encouraging people to comment and like i never really knew the importance of it, especially like on like youtube for example, my video a lot of people just hit me. Or they'll just go watch it. And I can see that they're watching all the way through. But all this stuff is like artificial intelligence now. So it's just, it's algorithms. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I need that engagement. Like, so I got to remind people, you know, I appreciate you telling me it was dope. But can Mm -hmm. you go put that on there too? (laughs) 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 Yeah, man, if you like it. Or even if you don't, whatever your opinion is, like, drop it in there. It all
3: helps. So. Now yeah, for me, man, is, man, what for me, man? What was the
4: inspiration behind that joint? Same vibe, man, just vibing. Um, I actually did that in my career, um, just as a song to pick. I didn't really have an artist in mind, but I thought it was just gonna be a single for somebody, and then I got in position to release something with uh, an investor. And um that song was available. Everybody that heard it was like, man, that's the one. So it became my record. Uh, But yeah, that was it, man. It's, I oh no, know. It's, it's kind of like coast coattails off of no filter. It's a real positive female vibe, lifting women up type of deal. Uh-huh.
3: Um, so yeah. Worthy, no man. doubt. So before we get into that joint, tell them how to keep up with you and and get your music one more time before we get out of here.
4: Yeah, y'all can um, check me out at i t s y a b o y j c dot com. That's got my ID on it, which is also j c I use that the most frequently, um, and I'm the same on Twitter, too. But you go to com,
3: all my new singles, new videos, everything can be found on there. Well, Fam, old man. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. It's been an honor. You, whenever you in New York, man, please come through so we can bring you on a TV show and do this all again, man.
4: Man, I would look. I was. Uh, I gotta tell you this. I was with my homeboy yesterday. He lives in Harlem. His name is Freddie B. And I just told him I gotta come to New York and holler at him. So when I next time I'm out there, I'm gonna hit you Cause now I feel uh, He's really an know, artist, Freddie you know, B. Some, uh, well, Freddie B. He's a, a comedian and he's a host, and he okay. does, like, he acts, too. Uh,
3: he's, he's, he's a character, man. <laughs> okay, you know, because Harlem's small, so we I probably know him some type of way, you know what I mean? You
4: probably do. You probably do. He's been on uh, a couple of TV shows and stuff, too. He, he legit, man.
3: All right, and He's
4: all a right. homie, like, literally, yeah.
3: No doubt. So once again, man, we appreciate you. We're going to get into this for me, and we're going to head on yeah, now. But, brother, man, stay doing what you're doing, man. Because brothers like you, we need you in the world, bro. Hey, likewise, man. I appreciate you, man. All right. So let's do this, y'all. We're going to go out on this hot joint for me. It's my man, JC, Beef Stoop Radio on this Friday night. Y'all make sure y'all be safe and y'all have a good one. Let's do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Baltimore. our own Dwayne Hurt is America's busiest black filmmaker, and his newest movie can be seen for free. That's right. You can catch the weekend for free on 2B TV right now. Just go to TubiTV.com and type in the weekend and start watching this gritty tale of revenge for free. The weekend was filmed entirely in Baltimore and is a realistic tale of drugs, money, and power on our mean streets. Watch the weekend on 2B TV for free now. Just go to 2 and type in the weekend and start watching now.